The old man had the voice of an angel, but the soul of someone else. Welcome to 10 Minutes in the Dark, a short story podcast featuring works written and read by me, Don L. Hess. Some of these tales may disturb, some may amuse, but I hope all of them will entertain. This one is called, Please, Mr. Please. Anna appraised the room with the eye of a doomed general assessing a hilltop that bristled with enemy battlements. This is completely unreasonable, she said. You told me we could do whatever I wanted, Nick answered. I was thinking sex, not... Her nose wrinkled and she seemed to struggle with the word. Karaoke. I know, it's better than sex. Anna took a long drink from her martini, winced at the taste of cheap booze, then drank some more. Oh God, she said. She put her elbow on the bar, plucked the olive from her mostly empty glass, and sucked the last bit of vodka from it. I'm going to need so many of these. Nick grinned at her, and she looked back at him with the smile indulgent mothers give their naughtiest sons. The bartender raised an eyebrow at them. Anna lifted her empty glass and nodded. She rested her chin on her hand while she waited for her drink. A strand of honey-blonde hair fell loose from the knot at the back of her neck, and she tucked it absently behind her ear. Nick had never seen her hair in anything more sophisticated than a ponytail, never seen her with makeup other than a pale pink lipstick. He even suspected the small gold studs in her ears, her only jewelry, were the same cheap nubs that had first pierced her 16-year-old lobes. She caught him staring and scowled. What are you looking at, weirdo? You, freak. She laughed and slid her refreshed martini closer. When the twang of country music played from hissing speakers, They turned on their stools and leaned back against the bar to watch. Anna tipped her glass to the stage. Here's to train wrecks. Hater, Nick said, and she smiled without looking at him. Next up, May, the VJ announced. An old man rose from a small table against a dark wall on the other side of the room. Anna's eyes widened and she mouthed, May, at Nick. Nick shrugged. The old man took a fortifying sip from a tall glass filled with lots of ice and something red. An improbable number of orange slices lined the glass's rim. He set it on the table and wobbled to the stage, dragging his left leg like he suffered from a bad hip. If he sings Stairway to Heaven, I will kill you, Anna said. Nah, this guy will do Conway Twitty, no doubt about it. It took the man two tries to mount the stage, in part because of his hip and in part because of his build. He wasn't so much fat as stout. He was a wide box of a man with the thick, flat fingers, broad shoulders, and round but solid gut of someone who worked his body hard. A farmer, Nick guessed, or maybe construction. Colored lights danced across the stage, playing over the man's faded blue overalls and black t-shirt, the liver spots on his forehead, and the yellow stains in his white beard. He held up a hand and turned his head until his eyes could adjust to the glare. Anna leaned forward on her barstool. Is he wearing earrings? 
Nick squinted. Oh, God, I think he is. Ooh, I like him already. The first notes of guitar music played through the crackling speakers. Anna tilted her head. What song is that? It's not... Oh, it is. He's singing Olivia Newton-John, Please, Mr. Please. Anna put a hand over her mouth. I take back everything I said. I love this. Nick grinned into his beer as May's voice built up to the refrain. Half the bar sang along with, Please, Mr. Please, don't play B-17. He's pretty good, Anna said. Nick listened and thought, Actually, he's better than good. May's voice was stronger than Nick would have guessed, and with a wider range. He sang with his head back and his eyes closed, a look of pain on his face. The crowd ate it up. We have to meet him, Anna said. Please don't. We have to, Nick sighed. He'd spent more hours than he could count, staring at the back of Anna's head while she chatted up strangers. He brought her to karaoke night, hoping to keep her to himself. He supposed he should have known better. May sang the final line, telling them he don't ever want to hear that song again. The room exploded into applause. Nick watched the old man hobble down the few steps to the floor and over to his table. He slurped the last of his fruity drink and started his penguin shuffle to the bar, dragging the glass and his bad leg behind him. Let's buy him a drink, Anna said. Do we have to? She gave him a small scowl. Be nice, or I'll buy him too. Nick rolled his eyes, finished his beer, and asked the bartender for another. Anna waved at May, who looked at her with startled eyes. She motioned him over, and, after a moment, he wobbled in their direction. That was fantastic! The old man's pale cheeks turned pink. Do you really think so? His voice had a rasp, like someone who'd smoked a lot of cigarettes. But Nick thought there was something almost girlish about it, too. Up close, he could see that May was indeed wearing earrings. Little, gold-plated butterflies. Of course we think so. My name's Anna. This is Nick. Can we buy you a drink? What are you having? May looked into his empty glass and frowned. This was my tie, he said. But it was too... Too sweet, Anna offered. No, I like it sweet. It wasn't fizzy. I like it to taste like pop. Anna arched an eyebrow at Nick and then waved the bartender over. Can we get our friend a Long Island iced tea? She asked. But I wanted something fizzy, May complained. And sweet. Oh, it is, Anna promised. They make it with Coke. You'll love it. Nick shook his head and turned to look at the next singer. A woman with blonde streaks in her dark hair was singing Dolly Parton's Jolene. She would have sounded okay if they hadn't just heard May perform. He was a hard act to follow. How do you like it? Anna asked May. Oh, it's real good. Anna looked past the old man and shot a predatory smile at Nick. He covered his mouth and looked away. Every time Anna met inexperienced drinkers, she brought them Long Island iced teas. It's the fastest way to get them to tell you the good stuff, she'd say. You're a horrible human being. Isn't that the attraction? He'd never been able to argue. How long have you been singing? Anna asked May. Oh, I've always liked singing. My teachers say I'm pretty good at it. I was first in the state choir championship. You take lessons? Uh-huh, at the high school. Anna cocked her head. That long ago? May shrugged. 
It wasn't that long ago. Anna looked at May's thick, arthritic knuckles, then up at Nick. Okay. What else do you like to do with your spare time, May? Do you play video games? Among Us is totally epic. His voice had begun to get a little thick from the Long Island tea. He giggled again, a girlish sound that raised the hackles on the back of Nick's neck. I would not have guessed you were a gamer. May's face went still, and his milky eyes sobered. I'm not, he said. No. He looked at Anna with narrowed eyes. Why are you asking so many questions? Anna held up her hands. I'm sorry, just trying to be friendly. The old man scooped up his drink and scowled at Anna over the top of the glass. He took a long sip from the straw, stirred the ice, and said, You know, you'd be pretty with some makeup, maybe some nice earrings or something. Anna touched the studs in her ears. Ha, ah, um, thanks, I guess. The girly stuff isn't really for me. May cocked his head, reached out a thick finger to touch one of Anna's loose locks of hair. Maybe some curls. Anna moved her head away. No. Her voice was hard. May smiled, but it didn't look kind. Thank you for the drink, he said. He stepped back from the bar without taking his eyes from Anna. He walked away, shuffling his left leg, still looking at her until the crowd of people forced him to pay attention to where he was going. That wasn't creepy at all. I keep telling you to stop picking up strays, Nick said. Anna swirled the last few sips of her martini in the glass, then downed them in a single gulp. I'm going to the ladies' room, and then we're going to leave. But we've only heard a couple songs. I haven't even had a chance to sing, Nick protested. She gave him a level look. I just listened to a housewife murder Jolene. I think my debt to you is paid. You never let me have any fun, he said to her back as she walked away. Keeps you in line, she shouted over her shoulder. Nick shook his head and paid the bill. Damn Long Island teas cost a fortune, he grumbled, sliding his card across the bar. He listened to a couple in their 50s sing a duet from a movie he couldn't quite remember the name of. After them, a young woman did a reasonable impression of Stevie Nicks. Then a skinny man with a bald head and drooping mustache took the stage, and Nick realized Anna hadn't returned. He signed his receipt and slipped on his jacket, scanning the tables for any sign of her. It wouldn't be unlike her to have struck up a friendship in line for the toilet and be sitting now at someone else's table. He didn't see her, but May was standing in the middle of the dance floor. His shoulders were hunched and his lips moved like he was whispering to himself. Nick got off his stool and walked over to the man. Are you okay, May? He asked, resting his hand on the man's shoulder. The old man looked at him. Oh? His voice was deeper now, rougher than it had been. May? Oh, May. The old man stepped back until Nick's hand fell from his shoulder. Have you seen Anna? Nick asked. I don't know who that is. There was a note of fear in his words. Nick began to wonder if he suffered from Alzheimer's. Okay, that's all right, I'll find her. The old man drew back as though he thought Nick might strike him, then he hurried away. Nick watched him go, frowning. It took him a moment to realize the old man was no longer dragging his left leg. When a hand touched his arm, he jumped. I changed my mind, Anna said. I want to stay for another drink. He turned to look at her. She'd braided her hair and wore bright red lipstick. 
He squinted. It was hard to tell in the shifting dance floor lights, but he thought she might have on eyeshadow too. What did you do to yourself? he asked. I took May's advice. Buy me a drink. She turned and walked back to the bar. Nick followed for a few steps, then stopped when he noticed she was dragging her left leg a little. Are you okay? She narrowed her eyes. Why are you asking me that? You're limping. She stiffened. I sat too long. My, my leg fell asleep. Are you coming? Okay, okay, let's go get a drink. He watched her walk. She was trying to hide the limp, but it was still there. She collapsed onto the bar stool like it hurt to stand. You want another? The bartender asked. Yes, she said brightly. What were we drinking? Martini? Anna shuddered. Yuck, no. What was the old man having? Long Island tea? Yes, I want that. Nick took the stool next to her. Seriously? You hate those. No, I don't. I like the fizz. Nick frowned. Anna had changed her earrings. She was wearing tiny butterflies. I think I'm going to sing, she said. Something by Olivia Newton-John. to confess, a guilty pleasure of mine is karaoke, and one of the things I enjoy most is taking friends who swear that they hate karaoke to listen to somebody sing and make them converts. More than once I've been told I've turned people into monsters. And with this story, I wanted to do that just a little bit more literally. Ten Minutes in the Dark is written and produced by me, Don L. Hess. Editorial services were provided by Pamela Evans. Technical consulting by Carrie Brandon of Brandon & Brandon, Inc. Music by Kadir Demir and Stanley Gervich. For more stories, visit Don L. Hess, that's Don with two N's, L-H-E-S-S, or go to 10minutesinthedark.com using the number 10 for additional podcasts. Thank you.